Well, good evening and praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to today's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. To all of our listeners in the United States of America, welcome back once again to every one of our listeners in every other country around the world. We're still honored to have you. Welcome every one of you to Marriage and Family Clinic. In Southern Virginia, we're coming to you on WGPL 1350 and WPCE 1400 on your AM dial and WBXB 100.1 on your FM dial. You can also listen to the live stream at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. And if you would like to hear this or any other broadcast in the Marriage and Family Clinic series, you can find the podcast simply by searching Bishop C.D. Hodges. Search Bishop C.D. Hodges on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. However you find podcasts, just search Bishop C.D. Hodges. Hopefully you'll be able to find us there, Marriage and Family Clinic. Marriage and Family Clinic is here to help you break down and gain enlightenment into your marriage relationships, your family relationships, all those dynamics. And we hope to help you identify what makes you tick and ultimately help you repair and grow and perfect your marriage and your family relationships. Well, I pray that you have enjoyed an exciting Thanksgiving week. I tell you, uh, this has been a wonderful week for me after spending the last six months in Japan. I got to get home to see my wife, bless her darling heart, my sons, my youngest grandbaby, talk to my other grandchildren on video chatting. Uh, it's just been a wonderful week. It's just been a great experience. And I pray that you've enjoyed yours. And so to round out this Thanksgiving holiday, uh, I have some special guests again. You know that I'm, I'm good for having special guests. Uh, and if you listen real hard, you can probably hear my youngest grandbaby in the background. Uh, but I'm good for having special guests. I, I, I've been waiting. I've been doing this program for almost two years now, and I've been waiting all this time to have my wife on with me. And today I'm excited to finally get my wife on here with me. Boo, y'all. <laughs> and I'm also honored and thrilled to have a sister and a brother I gained from marrying my wife. <laughs> Uh, I know we say in-laws and things like that, but these folks are, I'm not supposed to, I'm not sure what's supposed to happen with in-laws. I've only been married one time, but in-laws just doesn't seem to fit uh, what we have. And I thank God for that. And we just want to talk about family. We just want to encourage you as we talk about family. And I thought we'd get together and, and just talk about how we've enjoyed this weekend. And you know, I don't know how long we've been gathering around as families, how many generations, how many thousands of years families have been getting together around the holidays, but it's such a festive time and we all look so forward to it. Uh, now, I didn't give you my sister, my brother's name, uh, Rick and Esther. Rick and Esther, my wife Lolita, we're all here. We're just going to talk a little bit about family. Uh, Rick, what do you think? How many generations we've been doing this? <laughs> well, I know I've been doing it for five generations, and I, uh, I don't know how long with, with you personally, but I know it's been quite a while. <laughs> been quite a while. Yeah, it's, it's been quite a while. Mm -hmm. It's been quite a while. Esther, think back. Think back to your earliest good memory of these family gatherings. What was that like? Your earliest good memory. My earliest good memories was, I remember my grandmother, my mother's mother, um, every Sunday after church, we were always over to her house for dinner. And it was not just our 
my mother's family. It was her sister's family, her brother's family. Everybody gathered at my grandmother's house. And so it was something we've done, we did every year. And when she passed away, it was now at my mother's house. Mm. And we all gathered there. And so um, it, it's been going on for, for generations, and I love it. Um, being um, a teacher, I see the breakdown in the schools. Um, there's, some of my students don't even know who their grandparents are. Mm. So wow. that's the sad part of yeah. it. And, um, and, and I talk about my family and how we came up. <laughs> One of my questions, and I'm, I'm not going to stay too long, <laughs> but uh, they always ask, I mean, I, they ask about the number of kids. And I said, well, there were 11 of us. Yeah. And they said, from the same parents? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the big thing these days, I mean, because I'm hearing so many stories. But um, for the generations we've been gathering, I love it. And so now my mother's passed away. So I took on a role with our generations, our children. Yeah, yeah. So they've been coming to our home. Yeah. And so... But coming here with you guys, uh, we've been doing it since you've been back from the States. Right. And um, so we come down every Thanksgiving because it's the only time we really get to see you and your family. Yeah. So, and family is important to us. Wow. Really, it really is important to us. Wow. And you, so, that's you know, you mentioned there. something important there. These family gatherings are one sure way of ensuring that we know our family. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How do you know people you don't ever get together with? Mm-hmm. And that makes this important. And by the way, I want, I want to share with you all also, because I know the things that we're going to say here are going to back up how I define family. And I define family as God's ordained, ready-made unit of love, nurturing, support, and security. God's ordained, ready-made unit of love, nurturing, support, and security. And that's exactly what we get out of these get-togethers. Absolutely. That is exactly what's going on in these get-togethers. You know, and, and you're talking about the multiple generations. Yes. Oh, man, I can go back. And, and, you know, you just reminded me of those Sunday dinners at my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, and we were eating every Sunday like it was Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah, every Sunday, <laughs> you know. And I don't know if I don't know if it was just a black African American thing or if it's a family thing. But uh, I see white folks do it on the TV show Blue Bloods. Uh, the yes. Reagan family gets together every Sunday evening, and you know. But these multiple generations here, and uh, for those of you who are listening in the house with us right now, is my mother, uh, my sons. Uh, and my son's wife and our grandbaby. We've got four generations in here right now. That's right. And what a blessing it is. What a blessing it is Mm -hmm. for children to know their elders. Absolutely. You know, so you came up in the family uh, with those guys. How do you remember that, huh? Well, I remember the same. Well, my, my first memory is the same as my sister Esther's. Always, you know, after we left church, mm-hmm. walking because it was in walking distance, mm-hmm. walking to grandmom's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was not only us, but like she said, the, the aunts, uncles, and cousins. Cousins. And mm-hmm. a lot of cousins. And it was just a lot of fun uh, uh, playing together. And I, I kind of have two, two different memories because as you have old memories and you gather, you still make new memories. Right. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing now is making new, new memories, memories because yeah. as... as uh, Esther said we came from a large family, and I, I'm the youngest, so there was a, a big gap, an 18 year different difference uh, between me and yeah, my older sister. Right. Wow! So the older ones I didn't know too well because they were gone out of the house. 
But now that I'm back here in the States and we get together, even on, on Zoom, we have mm-hmm. our meetings, I'm getting to know them even right. more. Mm-hmm. So now we're making new memories, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with the family, which, which you should continue to do. You have old memories, but you, as you continue to yeah. meet, you make new memories also. Wow. That's good. And what a great way to maintain the relevance of the family. Mm-hmm. We, we're going to, and, and establishing an identity. And uh, I wish you all who are listening could see us. Uh, we have two generations here, or we have our generation here, and I'm I'm sitting here feeding my grandbaby. Uh, hey, Lee, baby, my twin. <laughs> you know, and uh, we're going to several years from now. Her mother and father are going to tell her the stories of how she sat in her granddaddy's arms, mm-hmm. and I'm going to know her all of her life. And that helps her to establish her identity. Right. That right. helps her to establish a sense of belonging. Exactly. And you know, and, and I believe that's one thing that makes gangs and other destructive behaviors uh, uh, attractive. You, you can't separate the destructive behavior from the, the need to feel like you belong. Right. And the need to feel that belonging, that sense of belonging, overpowers the this sense of right and wrong, mm-hmm. and they're attracted to gain, uh, you know. And 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 right and wrong, man. I, I, one thing I appreciate about family also is that we didn't have a whole lot. I don't know how we uh, fixed those big elaborate meals every Sunday <laughs> afternoon like we did. We didn't. I don't. I guess that's where all the money went, Rick, because we didn't have money for anything else. You know, but you enjoyed a Sunday. But we had, we knew Sunday, Sunday was coming. Yeah, that's right. We knew Sunday was coming, and Sunday and that's Thanksgiving right. and Christmas, those were days that made you feel rich. Mm-hmm. It made Absolutely. us feel rich just to get around family and start going over those memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like my wife said, those memories and making new that's, memories. That's a beautiful thing. You know, and so that 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 makes for a beautiful gathering just just such a beautiful gathering you know and uh and we had our our meals and and it's something man how many of you all look forward to chitlings uh. oh my goodness i lost my crowd <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I lost my crowd. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, Rick, what, what was the favorite dish of yours? Well, it's always been that Sunday fried chicken. Yeah, I yeah. can't get away from that. Yeah, now, yeah. My yeah. wife and I, we kind of separate on the pies. I like pumpkin. She likes sweet potato. But yeah. that's just the way I came up. <laughs> who, who doesn't like fried chicken? Well, we did it. You know, fried chicken escapes the bounds of race and (laughs) culture and and color, ethnicity. Fried chicken overcomes it all. You know, I I wonder how many of the world's problems, how many of our national problems we could settle (laughs) if we just sit down with some fried chicken and some greens, some potato salad. There you go. There you go. You know, I imagine we could get some things together, you know. Forget the caviar and all that kind of carrying on. That's not where you solve problems. You solve problems. (laughs) And, you know, that kind of reminds me of Jesus when they really cared about people. In the in Jesus' day, when they really cared about people, they invited them to dinner. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, when you went to somebody's house, you that meant you were somebody. Yes. You know, and and I looked at I look at the chaos in our world, and especially politics, and I wonder how much how much really could be solved. And I'm serious right here. How much really could be solved if we could just sit down around a good meal? Mm-hmm. It, and and food is always an icebreaker. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that and that's something, boy. And I appreciate. And it seems like all of our grandparents could cook, huh? <laughs> our mothers and our grandmothers, man, couldn't they all cook? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Shoot, man. So, honey, what, what was some Miss Alice threw down on? I mean, what was some Miss Alice stuck her foot in? A collard greens. <laughs> <laughs> and she did that chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Chicken, chicken. yeah. You know something? Isn't that something, man? But she did it all. We've got so many. Yeah, so many ways of cooking collard greens, but they all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all are so like good. My mama cooked everything. They pour a little yeah, pepper juice did. over them. Yeah. Oh. She cooked everything. She oh. cooked everything. Yeah. Everything she cooked was good. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I know my mother's sitting over there. She's not She's not involved with us right now, but uh, I can think back when she would do some cooking, man. Uh, she's not able to do like she used to now, but she would do some cooking. And, and I think we missed something. We missed a whole lot in our young, these younger generations not growing up around the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Notice I did not make it gender specific. <laughs> so before anybody jumps off the deep end there, I'm putting women in the kitchen. I did not make it gender specific. I'm saying that we're missing something when our young children do not learn their way around the kitchen. That's right. And I remember That's it was necessary for me That's right. because I remember several times asking my mother what was, what was for supper. And her response was, whatever you fix. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I said, now, and that's a long stretch from what we see today with these uh-huh. children having options. Mm-hmm. And moms and dad asking their children, what, what would you, you like? Yes. You know, and we had options too. You got this or nothing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to eat no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember anything like that, do you, huh? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it is something, and the 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 convenience that we have today, mm. you can order your whole meal, mm-hmm. and that was part of that family tradition, gathering in the kitchen, and everybody cooking their dish. There, there was a there was an energy, there That's was right. a dynamic going yeah, on. There was a give and a take mm-hmm. when you're in the kitchen mm-hmm. putting that Absolutely. meal together. That was a part of it, That's you right. know. So, uh, uh, and again, it's another opportunity to get to know your family. So, honey, so so where did you pick up your cooking skills? From my mother, of course. <laughs> she had us in the kitchen at ten. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, as soon as she turned ten, you had the job. Really? Wow! Wow! And so, does that mean that she no longer cooked? No, 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 no. She She's was there. She uh-huh. supervised. Uh huh. Okay. But she was teaching as well because mm-hmm. if your first time in the kitchen, you don't know what to do. Right. So she said, "Okay, you're going to do the cornbread. This right. is what you do." And we made it from scratch. Right. <laughs> made everything from scratch. <laughs> um, so yeah, she she put us on a task, and that's what we did. Wow! Isn't that something? Isn't that something? And the first one always was the cornbread. Right. Right. So yeah. the first thing you learned to cook was the cornbread. Yeah. So it was the easiest. So so think about the question, you all. What's the benefit in that? What, what's the long term benefit? In raising your children around the kitchen, and not only the kitchen, but other areas of the home also. But what's the benefit there? What, well, the kitchen's always been the place where families gather. So yeah, you know, that's the one place in the in the house where family can come together, knee cap to knee cap, 
and have a conversation over a meal. Yeah. You know, what's going on in your life? How do you feel? What's, you know, you have an answer for this problem, that problem. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the one place where the family can get it all together. Mm -hmm. And what I like about it, it shows the next generation how to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the yeah. adhesiveness that comes from just that, the binding, mm -hmm. or binding rather, that comes from just being around the dinner table. Yeah. And if it's on Sunday afternoon, then so be it. It's on Sunday afternoon, but it can go any day of the week. Yeah. Whenever you decide you want your family to get together, kneecap to kneecap, and sit at the table, have a family discussion, that, that works for you. Yeah. You know? Awesome. So, so it shows the, the generations after us how to do it. Yeah. Because this has been done for the past number of generations yeah. prior to us. And yeah. we're just doing what we know to do. What right. we know to do. What yeah. we know to do. And, and it's also a way of teaching history. Yeah. Family has history. And mm. some things people, you know, they, you may not want to talk about. But you listen and you yeah. hear things and you mm -hmm. learn things. And so you're able to carry that to the next generation. Um, what you and so when the first time my grandson came here and I said, the phone goes away. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. I think you know, every time he got in my car, I said, the phone goes away. It's time to talk because I don't see you every day. Mm -hmm. mm. So the phone went away and we talked. And he he was so enthused. He said, I learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> Just listening. He had yeah. fun. Yeah. And he enjoyed it. So that's the thing. And and these phones, and these games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, uh -huh. I remember one time we at a Thanksgiving at my daughter's house and... We had been on the trip prior to that. They said, we don't want you to ever go away on Thanksgiving again. It was all the brothers and we went on a cruise. Oh, did we so the next trouble? year, we got together. We and we're that. at the house, and everybody's like this. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I think I'm going to wait next year because we're at the house, and everybody's on their phones. Mm -hmm. Either we're going yeah. to go away, or when I come in, we're picking them up. So the next year, nobody was on the, the Christmas. All mm. the phones were away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I said we, we got to talk. We have conversation. We don't see each other like this yeah. anymore. Yeah, you know. So yeah, wow. the technology and I just just like I do in the classroom. Here's the box, put it in, and it's going away until right. until yeah. it's done. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome, and and that I love that. I love that you, you you're sustaining the family and teaching real life living skills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. Real life living skill. You know, I, I remember growing up in the military and so many young men and young women didn't know how to cook, mm -hmm. didn't know how to sew, didn't know how to clean. Oh, that, that's enough. <laughs> didn't, didn't know how to iron. <laughs> didn't know how to iron. Didn't we're we're going to talk about that sewing. <laughs> <laughs> He wants me to darn socks. <laughs> I, I can yeah. remember my mother darning my socks. If I had a little hole in them, she'd yeah, be yeah. needle and thread. Yeah. But now my wife, she said, go buy a new pair. Go buy a new pair. I said, it's just a little hole. No, no, it's just no, a little no, hole. No, it's just a little hole. skills and you need that yes you you need that to do I, I i left home and and not only does this we carry on the tradition of the family but like i said it's a real life skill mm -hmm. you these are ways that children can learn to help sustain the family That's right. mm -hmm. these are ways that children can learn to contribute to the maintenance of the family and not just sit around and expect a uh, uh an allowance every week come on now <laughs> and and I hope somebody hears that. You don't owe your children an allowance. You owe your children 
uh, uh, an example of character. You, oh man, I feel something pushing me right there. <laughs> you owe your children an example of love and nurturing and care. You owe your children family. That's right. That's, right. That's what you owe your children. But your children don't get a free ride either. Your children need to contribute to the maintenance of the family. It is not too much for your children to take out the trash, to make their bed, to clean the bathroom, to wash the dishes, to sweep the floor, to vacuum, to mop. And when they become of age, yes, they should begin to prepare some meals and do some light housework. You know, they children, everybody should be raised. I may sound old fashioned here, but everybody should be raised understanding that I'm responsible to contribute to the maintenance of this family. Mm-hmm. And we learn that. We learn that through family get together. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, and we just do things differently now. I said the other day we were at our Thanksgiving meal, Rick, mm-hmm. and, and I said to my sons, I said, uh, you all don't know anything about the children's table. <laughs> you know, the children go in there at the children's table. You know, you got to be grown up to come in here and sit at this table. Even my one-year-old grandbaby chuckled at that. That's so true. You know, and kids couldn't wait. Yeah. For that opportunity to sit at the big table. Yeah. Sit at the big table. <laughs> sit at the big table. That that feeling of elevation, that uh, feeling of achievement. That's right. And you know, we could we couldn't even stand around and enjoy grown folks' conversation. Oh, no, no, that's right. No, not at all. Get out of here, boy. Grown folk are talking. That's right. You know? And and now we have little children not only enjoying and listening to, but participating. In grown folks' conversation yeah. and repeating it, and re- and which which is which is where the danger is when That's they right. go to repeat it, they can't put it in context. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand what they heard to begin with, and you know, kind of remind me of the uh, the little humorous story I heard. Rick, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the preacher was telling the story about the missionary at church. He was talking to missionary, and the little three year old child walked up to her one Sunday afternoon after church and just walked from one side to the other, was just looking in a amazement and the child was just looking all flabbergasted and amazing and finally the church mother said what baby what is wrong with you what are you looking for and the child said my mama said you had two faces (laughs) (laughs) oh boy so so in the little child's innocence She's looking for two faces. Two faces. Right. How can someone have two faces in her innocence? Wow. But I guarantee you, the church mother know what she was saying. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. These gatherings, man, and and I am I am determined to continue them to maintain them, and uh, I appreciate my son uh, bringing my my. My daughter and my my grandbaby here, and bringing my mother with him, man. I so how I so appreciate that. Yeah, that's right. How I so appreciate that. Amen. The time that we get to spend, because life takes us places. Mm-hmm. Life took us out of the country mm-hmm. for nearly thirty years, and uh, it's it's just living. Life pulls us in different directions, but we must we must. Take advantage of our opportunities to get together. And on last week's program, even, I, I was, my, my topic was, uh, don't take the family for granted. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't take the family for granted. 
you know, we're, we're not going to be here with each other. That's right. That's right. COVID That's is right. real, folks. Sure is. An accident can happen any death time is, of the right. day. That's right. You don't know what corner death is waiting around. And we, we ought to refuse to wait till someone is laid out in front mm -hmm. of us mm -hmm. to let them know we love them, to let them know that we appreciate them. Right. Take advantage right. of these times. Right. Get some things right with our families. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's get some things right with our families. Mm -hmm. What's on your mind, Rick? I see mm -hmm. your wheels turning. Well, I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm taking it all in. And family is so important. That's why we decided to try to visit you everywhere you went. Yeah, every, yeah. Every, every yeah. state, every country. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, we yeah. were trying to be there, even in Japan. I yeah, mean, so. and how we appreciate it. How we appreciate I it. Love my Ricky, ladies. and you didn't make it to Japan with them when the four sisters came over no, there. I had five of them and me, yeah, Rick. Yeah. Right, right, right. I was feeling it. And then, yeah, and I was like, man, I, I'll just be over this side of the house. Y'all holler if you need me. You came, Bishop. I said, oh, she's not coming home anytime soon. We got to go. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that was great, though. I mean, that is that is just so great. And we need we need to make the effort. You know, we That's have right. that saying, blood is thicker mm -hmm. than water. That's mm -hmm. right. And last week in my program, I mm -hmm. said that you will do things for your family without any reason mm -hmm. that you wouldn't do for non-family members mm -hmm. with the best excuse, with the best reasoning in the world. That's right. Uh, family, there's just, there's just this unspoken, this unreal, this, this unseen, this unwritten bond mm -hmm. that goes with family. Mm -hmm. And that's why I call it God's ready-made, ordained, this God-ordained unit of nurturing and support and security and identity. Oh. So we got to take care of our families. Absolutely. We definitely have to take care of our families. And and for those family members who, uh, you know, you can't and you can't talk about family without talking about family members falling out and things of that nature. And and you know what I wish, Rick. I wish that we would all realize that nobody's family is the only one who had family members to Absolutely. fall out. That's right. Oh, that's Absolutely. true. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, mm -hmm. you, you, it's difficult to enjoy a relationship with another human and mm -hmm. not fall out at some point. Mm -hmm. right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you mm -hmm. don't do it. We're all so different. We all have so many different temperaments, so many likes. You know, my wife and I, we've been married for 38 years and one month. And what? <laughs> how, many, how many days? How many hours? <laughs> you know, and, uh, and uh, I had I had her ever since that first wink. I just winked uh -huh. at her, and there, you and go. there it was. There, there it was. Understand. <laughs> Rick, understand me. You know what oh, I mean. Absolutely. You know, but uh, and we don't always agree on everything. Mm -hmm. Nobody agrees all. on everything. Mm -hmm. You could be married for 50, 60, 70, 80 years, and that doesn't mean that you agree on everything. But you do learn. What's worth falling out over? Mm -hmm. You do learn what's worth falling out over. And so many things are just not worth falling out over. And how to get over it. And how to get over it. Well, how to mm -hmm. deal with it. Our dad raised us. Um, he always said, no matter what happens, you are family. Yeah. And and no, we fall out, do everything. But when push comes to show, when there's an emergency, we like this. That, That's right. Yeah. That's right. yeah. It's like everything's out the window. Yeah. You know. But um, yeah. he told us no matter what happens, you are family, and that's that's stuck with us. Uh huh. So you know we go through yeah. our changes, but we're family. Yeah, that's right. and, and, and if you have is. that big knockdown, fallout argument, let it go before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah. do exactly. do something with it. Do away mm -hmm. with it. It's yep. it's not it's not all that. 
It's not all that. You know, and I can't stress that enough. It's not all that. It's not worth a relationship. Because you don't know, when we stay in these fallouts, we don't know what we're missing. There's a lot of lost opportunities there. A whole lot of lost opportunities. Just keep love in the picture. That's right. That's right. And, and, and we always have to remember, one thing that helps me uh, during, during the fallout, if somebody wrongs you or make you upset, I always think about uh, <coughs> how we treat God and how God treats us. That's right. Mm. We, when, when we upset That's Him, right. He yet loves us. And all we have to do is look out the back door of our life. Mm-hmm. And, and say, well, you weren't that great either. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that always keeps me grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Wow. That's awesome, man. <laughs> when I think of what God has forgiven me of, I, I can't, I just can't think of holding something against somebody. That's right. The times, even the times that I told God I wouldn't do it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And still did it. Still did it. <laughs> yeah. I did it again. And he's there, come on, son, come to daddy. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My, 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 my. Listen, you all, I'm about out of time here. I am about out of time, but I have thoroughly enjoyed this. And, you know, we need to do this more often. We need to do this again. And you know what? I'm looking at that younger generation over there watching the ball game. I'm looking at that younger generation, and I need to get those folks on here. I, I really need to do that, you know, <laughs> and so that we can hear from them. But I tell you what, I have enjoyed this, and I, and I appreciate all of my family being together again. Rick Esther, mm-hmm. thank you all so much for spending this time with us. Listen, you've been listening to Marriage and Family Clinic, and again, our mission is to help you break down and gain enlightenment into your relationship dynamics. want to help you identify what makes you tick and ultimately help you repair, grow, and perfect your marriage and family relationships. Again, you can always find us on uh, the the podcast, just search Bishop C.D. Hodges on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, however you find podcasts, go there and search Bishop C.D. Hodges. You will find Marriage and Family Clinic. I got to get out of here, but always remember, you can't have peace until you surrender your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you. We're out.